This is Konzenshu, the podcast, episode 325 for the week of February 24th, 2013. What up, hey, oh, so welcome to, he's burping, you didn't hear that because I'm editing, Konzenshu, the podcast. That was amazing timing and You're extension welcome. of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Konzenshu. I haven't decided if I'm going to leave that in or not. I even leaned back away from the mic. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. At least the two of us are entertained. My name is Mike Vegito EX. Joining me for this here, episode 325, we got Mr. Hujio. Heath, what up, dude? Oh, you know, just having a chillax day and I love it. It was so awesome. I think you had one too. I did. It's just one of those days where everything just, I I don't want to say it came together. It kind of didn't come together, but in a good way where nothing was happening at all. It's awesome. I think this, this is the first time I've been on a computer all day. (laughs) Oh, geez. Which is awesome. But I guess I can't really say that. I have a, you know, smartphone, which is technically a computer. Uh, Chop, chop. Get back to work on the site. Damn it. Somebody was watching it while I was gone, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one of the four, but we all just think like someone else is doing something right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's like there's got to be a news update in the wings somewhere. Someone's doing this. That's uh. what we have texting for. <laughs> right. Like, hey, what are you doing? All right. So, dude, you and I, we are gathered here. It's Dragon Ball time. It is really Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods time. I don't have a problem with that right now. No, I really don't either. I mean, we are about a month out from the theatrical debut of Dragon Ball Zeto Kami to Kami or Dragon Ball Z God and God or Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods hitting Japanese theaters March 30th. We are going to do one of those kind of combo episodes where, yeah, we're covering the news, but a lot of the news is relating to the movie. And we have a lot of things to say about the news as it relates to the movie and what our expectations are. So that's the direction we're going in this episode with one month out from the movie, knowing what we know at this point. What have we learned and what are those expectations that we have for the movie? How are we feeling? Where is the hype train level are we scaling things back at all so that's what you have to uh, look forward this episode but we also have a crap ton of questions from you folks who put out the call on facebook and twitter hey guys hey gals what do you got questions about the movie because there's so much information out there and there's so much bad information out there about battle of gods you know that we are the best place to cover this so we said what questions do you have what do you want clarified is there something you're not sure about mostly what we got is opinion-based stuff which is great because then we can say anything and it's correct so i'm very excited for that that's the plan for the episode heath do you agree with this plan I wholeheartedly agree with this plan. All right. I'm glad because you don't really have a choice in the matter. I, I don't I'm at driving. all. I'm at gunpoint right now. <laughs> and help. Help. Please. Someone, please. All right. So uh, I say we just get into it. Let's do some news. All right. First little tidbit here, not really Battle of Gods related, but uh, maybe there's a little bit in the game, which we're kind of, sort of, kind of cover. Dragon Ball Heroes Ultimate Mission did get reviewed in the latest issue of Famitsu in Japan. Now, what do these scores really mean in the LOLs games journalism and then 
plus Japan lols times 20 games journalism world kind of thing. But for what it's worth, Famitsu, the four editors, gave Ultimate Mission scores of 8, 9, 8, and 8. That is a total of 33 out of 40 potential points for the game. That's like, what, a B- minus in school? Something? Yeah, it's uh, maybe somewhere around. Yeah, I'd say... B to B ish. Yeah. Sure. 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 What was your take after uh, seeing the score? What do you think? Knowing that you haven't actually played the game. Knowing that I haven't played the game and probably never will until Jake comes over and says, right. here, have my 3DS. Right. Then um, I'm hopeful. I, I've been fairly optimistic about this game for quite some time just because I think it's neat that we actually get a port of something. That a lot of people are into, in something that they've sunk so much energy, more so than I know. many, many arcade games. And I, I'm thinking they might have actually done this correctly. By they, you kind of mean everyone, because everyone's yes. got a little bit into the mix here. It is Toei, of course, but it's primarily Namco Bandai, but mm-hmm. everyone else involved there, too. I mean, this one part of the franchise, I guess we can call it, yes, it. It spans so many companies. When it first came out, you're oh, it's just Namco Bandai. This is going to happen. And then everybody jumped on board. It's been on everything. We've had Toei animating things. We've had comics coming out in V-Jump. Now we have video games. We've had arcade games. I mean, yeah, everybody has a hand in this thing. So I think they're very hopeful it'll do well. And I'm hoping they put enough effort into it that it will. That it will what? Succeed? Succeed. Okay. My expectations of previous video games okay how about that that's fine that's totally fair as well uh the game is due out it's actually out this week so jake will be getting his copy maybe not right away uh, i'm pretty sure mine's ready to ship i got one of those notices where play asia said uh yeah your credit card was not declined but was unable to process which to me means that my bank is once again going wait wait why are so many charges coming in from all around the world on this one particular day so i think because i got some we phone calls in to the make. 21st century i know right like y- you've seen that i've ordered from here before you have this on record like this is not an unusual activity for my account uh whatever all right why are you buying things from antarctica mike (laughs) well that's where the best stuff comes from all right they have the best snow okay yes let's carry onward this is also heroes related this is tying in more to the arcade version right now as we'll kind of get to shortly after we talk about this but chapter six right awesome chapter six we are I can't believe we are already up to chapter six. However, I can't either, man. we uh, keep dropping in pages and then having more pages and what have you. So the continuation of the promotional mini manga for Dragon Ball Heroes came out in the latest issue of V-Jump along with a ton of other crap that we will get to here shortly. But we have beat our hero character that has been around forever and froze uh, moving into a final battle at the Hero Stadium in Satan Mall, as I mentioned, four pages and chapter six, Clash Beat vs. Froze. So, Mike, did you actually read this at all? 
No, this was uh, Julian picked up the issue. I have not picked it up yet, but uh, I did get the kind of page by page, play by play from Julian. It does sound like these two characters, they kind of swap up their teams that they use for this final match. Then a girl shows up. It's one of those characters shows up and kind of does some exposition. Uh, This is Forte. And I guess the story here is that she provides some backstory on Froze. I guess Froze was Forte's area representative in last year's preliminary which means that whatever this Heroes tournament has been going for a little bit. Uh, And she was really surprised by his overwhelming strength. And she thought she didn't stand a chance, but for some reason he didn't go to the Nationals. And at this point in this year's fight, he draws this Z in the sky. And his avatar says it's the card action ability Z. And the chapter ends right there. So we're like, what's going on? What is this new technique, this new card, this new thing that he's using? which we will learn about shortly. But uh, that's kind of what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. I'm loving the name puns. Oh, they're all great. I mean, just the fact that they have to keep coming up with things that fit into the continuity of each specific race. Yeah. I mean, it's just when somebody has to sit down and come up with these things, I'd really love to be in the room. I know, okay. I know. What Walsh were you could thinking talk. with this one? What do you think about the drop down to four pages? Because it started when it was back in the, I think, November and December 2012 issues mm-hmm. at about two pages. Two pages. And then it jumped up to like seven pages, eight pages, nine pages. Now we're back down to four, this issue. Do you mm. think that was because this month and especially next month's V-Jump issues are just going to be so big that this got kind of scaled back in favor of the other stuff? Or is it just that's all Toyotaro needed? I think it's a combination of all of that. I think there's so much Dragon Ball and V-Jump these days, more so than there really ever has been in a long time, because they're covering not only Mm. this, Heroes, and Battle of Gods is taking up pages upon pages, and they have Chosenshu stuff and full-color comics and all that. So I think that may be part of it. And I, I will note that some people have said when it went up to seven pages... You could see a noticeable difference in the quality of his art. Yeah, yeah. I and um, that, sure. I think that may have been part of it. He may have just gone to them and said, "You know, I'm not really comfortable with doing seven <laughs> yeah. pages. I can't do seven. I can't do nine pages a month for this stuff, and it's got to yeah. be done before or ahead of the month." So, yeah, it's probably but a combination. It, it, of all it really also could just be a chapter by chapter basis of they give him a set story that they want told and they just yeah. say, use an even number of pages or something to <laughs> right. tell this and we definitely see that going on here as we're gonna talk about shortly with we need you to draw this ability into the story so it's clearly not free story control it's you have to do mm-hmm. this you have to do this and you have to include these because this is what we're promoting this month i think that's kind of where they're heading yep and Time will tell if this ever gets released outside of anything else, but we've seen other promotional manga, I think that's still in V-Jump with uh, uh, Ginyu Toksentai, that's Mm -hmm. never seen the light of day unless you actually buy the magazine. Right. But there's other stuff in there. Is there an ongoing Yu-Gi-Oh manga in V-Jump? I'm not Mm -hmm. up on any of that. I don't know if that stuff ever ever gets a Tonkobone release. I don't either. I would assume it does. I don't know. We'll have to check up on that. All right. Why don't you keep us going here? This soccer story. I'm sorry. This football. Football. I know. The whole time I'm writing it, I'm like, football. It's football. (laughs) What's up with this? Silly Americans. Uh, So it was announced via the official Battle of Gods website, amongst some other websites as well, uh, that a new collaboration with Alborex 
Niigata, a Japanese J-League Division I football team. And they would have this, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, you know, awesomeness in a sports venue with Battle of Gods and Goku and whatnot. But essentially, they've taken the original Battle of Gods poster, redrawn it with the actual football players from this team, and they are promoting their match, which will take place on March 3rd, so just coming up here in a week or so, uh, with the defending J-League Division I champions, Hiroshima. Uh, well, they're from Hiroshima. And I, was it San Freck? San, San Frecay? You're on your own here, man. Yeah, I have no idea. So anyway, uh, carrying on, uh, they've essentially gone through and replaced a lot of the characters in the poster. But in addition to that, all the supporters at the match are going to be emblazoned in orange to not only promote the team, because that is the official team color of uh-huh. Niigata, but it's also to promote Son Goku in his battle against Birusu in Battle of Gods. And Goku will actually make an appearance, which oh, we've actually he? seen at a lot of different events lately. You know, the giant foam <laughs> yep, Goku. Parade him out. And they will use the new Dragon Ball Z theme song to help rouse up even more support for everyone. So it, it it seems we have yet another random yet odd collaboration of different things with Battle of Gods. This is a really weird one. The stuff that they put on the official site always just... I, I, mean, I think more uh, of the stuff on the site anymore is just, here's a new collaboration with some random something. I know, and it's not even the most interesting promotional news. It's just, all right, here's a parody poster for a soccer game. I think the whole time... I'm typing this up. I'm texting you saying, Mike, I feel really weird doing <laughs> <Yes>. sports stuff. <laughs> I know. You have to go into research mode. Like, what does this even mean? Who are these people? That's the the tough part about this gig where it starts pulling in things out of our comfort zone. I mean, I don't mind sports, but I am not all that familiar with football. International soccer. soccer. Yeah. Well, specifically international. Yeah, I think yeah. I played when I was five and six. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> Everyone just runs around and falls on each other. That's how you well, play, Well, yeah, right? pretty much. There's no rules. <laughs> All that right. kid punched my kid. He gets a free shot. Yeah, the, the dads just get into fights with each other. That's, that's how it goes. So moving on, we have yet even more news from V-Jump, which I think is just the tip of the iceberg at this point. Oh, and next, next month's going to be crazy, but let's get things going here with uh, this month's issue, the April 2012 issue of V-Jump, teasing us, the legend among legends. What is Super Saiyan God? Super Saiyan God, though. The mightiest warriors in the universe, the Saiyans. The mightiest being passed down to this people holding wondrous legends. That is Super Saiyan God. Just what sort of form is it? With what kind of strength? The answer will be revealed at the theater. So, Heath, what's Super Saiyan God? It's a thing that's going to happen. All right. Yeah. It's a form... Yeah, I, do you want to get in this now, or do you want to save this more for the topic? Maybe we'll save it a little bit, I guess. Be, the only- okay, because, I mean, I've put a little bit of thought into this, and I know in talking to Jake the other day, I was saying, myself, personally, I think it's more of a title than anything, more than an actual, say, transformation into a form. All right, but, all right. 
you never okay hold on to that we'll attack that momentarily okay i guess the only other thing to pull out of here something we kind of already knew from other things that had leaked out before from the uh the open press event with shoko nakagawa and kaori is it kaoru or kaori matsumoto I don't know. I'd have to look. We'll we'll just say Nakagawa and Matsumoto, where we kind of piece together dialogue from the movie. But V-Jump spells out here, the Oracle Fish's revelation holds the key. 39 years ago, the Oracle Fish foretold the appearance of the Super Saiyan God to Bidusu, God of Destruction. This revelation hastened the God of Destruction's awakening and is the genesis of this tale. So the information we already knew was the 39 years ago made this kind of prediction here. And the new thing here is that specifically the Oracle Fish is talking about Super Saiyan God. Whereas previously they had only said somebody is powerful. Right, right. So, yeah. Which is something to bring up that uh, when the movie title was first unveiled, I think you Uh and I had a discussion on the podcast of who is the other god. There's a god and god. And we kind of got away from that, I think, in the past couple months because... There hasn't been much discussion about it, and it they were really saving this thing. Well, we were harping on the Makayoshin side of things, which mm-hmm. we have still heard nothing about. Not to say that the Makayo and the Makayoshin are gods, but they're kind of the opposite side of gods, so we thought that could kind of fit in there. Well, and it fit in perfectly when the... Um first original full-length trailer came out with, with the tree you know, the and god everything. of of creation and the god of destruction right. right away in your head you're thinking well we already know these gods mm-hmm. that create things and oversee universes and planets so Budusu must of course be a makayoshin of some sort well apparently that is not quite the case but you never know what's going to happen because apparently there's plenty in this movie that we don't know about yet Yeah, they're still holding a lot back. So this kind of perfectly takes us into the next bit, which is that another trailer was teased on Fuji TV. We got a sneak peek at even more stuff here. Not a whole lot of stuff to pull out of here other than visuals. The only dialogue we got was Bidusu saying, I'll have the pleasure of destroying Earth, to which Goku responds, destruction ain't something to take pleasure in. So... There's that. It's kind of generic dialogue we would expect. But then the the things people are really honing in on here, Piccolo doing karaoke and Gohan dressed up as Great Saiyan doing a pelvic thrust. I love it. It's so nice to see some of these pulled back in. Mm -hmm. Fun times. That's something I want to get back to in our topic is the idea of fun. Was there anything else in the trailer that you want to mention? The only thing that really stands out to me, besides these other fun things that I was really hoping we'd see, uh-huh. um, was Ozaru. Ah, uh, yes, the because great it, ape. It brings up a lot of discussion of, does that have something to do with Super Saiyan God? Is mm-hmm. it more just a, someone is talking, you know, maybe Kaio is explaining the evolution of the science and they just threw in, you know, an animated shot of Ozaru. Or does it have something to do with a transformation? Or We don't know, and that's the fun 
of right. All this. We don't know if that's a sequential animated sequence or if things are being cut up and pulled out of context and then strung together in the trailer. No, a lot of people are thinking back to the TV version specifically of Goku's Super Saiyan 3 transformation, where it does have a call back to kind of the baby version of science and then growing up through to the Ozaru the Great Ape transformation as well. So is it sort of related to that? Will we see a similar kind of just visual representation of this power growing or is it literally something to do with the Great Ape form? We don't know. And then you get into the whole question of, well, Goku's tail's gone and all that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, woohoo, go fanboys. Yep. All right, let's uh, keep it going here. More news. The Battle of God's original soundtrack full track listing Heath this was a fun story because it was kind of this unceremoniously announced thing that just kind of came out along with flow CD and CD single stuff oh yes there will be a soundtrack we're like all right we have the cover art for it but we don't have a track listing for well now we know why they didn't release that track listing uh yeah because it gives a hell of a lot away (laughs) which you and I just kind of looked at each other in glee and went, oh, thank you very much, because we were so happy. But it is kind of weird when you think about it that they slip out, we have an original soundtrack come out, which we assume there would be, but the, it was not officially announced. There was no hurrah that came with it. It was just kind of slipped in there. And then they just kind of slipped on, here's a track listing on our website without real any official announcements. So... It seems like they're kind of trying to play this a little low-key. Yeah, I think so. They really are. I think are. now that Super Saiyan God was officially announced in V-Jump, and then in this new trailer that came out on Fuji TV, they said, okay, we can finally put this up because now this track listing won't make no sense at all. It will actually make a little bit of sense, and it will make people go crazy. Yeah, I think... Which it has. In terms of spoilers, that's really the only thing that you can really extract from this track listing is that it mentions Super Saiyan God, I don't know, like four or five times throughout the track listing. So that would have been the biggest thing. People would have gone nuts, even more nuts than they already did. Didn't we have our second best day ever of Konzenshu traffic when some of this stuff was coming out? I mean, it was insane. I mean, people are just foaming at the mouth, falling over in front of their computers. And I know this because we can see you. If you don't know how Google Analytics work, it actually activates your camera. We can see into the homes of all okay, of our visitors. Okay, okay, okay. We're, we're not going that far. But... <laughs> yes, we are. Don't you know that I can see you? I can I see you right now. I don't want to creep people out right now. <laughs> I love playing with uh, the listeners. Come on. Yeah, I, Come on. I, I we noticed. can't see you or can no, we? No, anyway. we can't see you. But if we could, that's what I would see. all put pants on because it's very traumatizing. It's not safe for work. Come on. I can't be watching that stuff at work. So, Heath, I think we're going to kind of drop it here. This is one of the biggest things we're going to revisit, right? One, one thing I noted, I know uh, K17 noted this as well. That okay, it's sure. Very interesting that this soundtrack and all of the music is now associated with Sony music. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Whereas almost everything the franchise has ever done has been Columbia. associated with Columbia. Yep. And so I kind of thought of myself, but K-17 actually said it, so I'm going to give him full credit for it. Okay. You know, does this have something theory. to do with uh, Yamamoto and the... They said, okay, we are now done with this. Just we are moving over here. all those ties. Like, no more, no more. So, Do you think it's really that, or could it just be, this is such a significant production with so many other parties and international distributors and 
Who's on the planning committee? It's a combination of a lot of things. Specifically, when you think about Flow is signed on the, what is it, Keown? Right, which I believe is... Which is a Sony music. So I think that has a lot to do with it. But then that also makes you wonder, did they only pick Flow because they had already signed a contract with Sony? Yeah, yeah. I I have no idea. (laughs) Who's on the label that we can use? Yeah. So anyway... Yeah, I think right. uh, I think we can end it there. Okay, we'll come some back fun to drinks. Yeah, tell me about these drinks. Uh, you took care of this one. We've seen Dragon Ball energy drinks that have been really popular lately. How's this tying in? Well, this is tying in somehow, and I'm not even quite sure myself because these two lines of, I guess, cola and cider cover the Saida. arc. <laughs> yes, Saida. Cover the Cyan arc of the series and the Frieza arc of the series. So not necessarily tying into anything Battle of Gods, but hey, it was on the official Battle of Gods website. So apparently it must be in some sort of promotion, though they don't explicitly say what or how or in what way. Yeah, none of this stuff is Battle of Gods. It's just kind of redrawn scenes and mm-hmm. collages from the show. I'm so glad that Mykana is actually above you know, like a kindergarten grade level that I can read Cora and Saida. I know right away I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, they have a Cola Zero. This is awesome. <laughs> and I was looking for the Coke logo all over the place. but <laughs> With the Zero there. I think they call it something else over there. I don't remember what. Yeah, I think they do. In Europe as well. I don't know. It's anyway. It's Dragon Ball drinks. It's something, and you can you get six cans. The first five cans you can line up together when you collect them, and they you get a nice portrait landscape scene of something that happened in that arc. And uh-huh. then the sixth can that you can get has well, the first one has Vegeta doing the garlic hole, and then we have Goku going Super Saiyan on the last one. So it's kind of like they ran out of space for their collage. <laughs> they did. And they're like, ah, what do we put? Okay. But uh, they're interesting. They're 110 yen a piece. You can get all of your vitamins and minerals and energy and zero calories. And probably a little cancer. Drinks. And probably cancer and yellow five or whatever. All right. That one's not really that interesting. But no. The pictures are nice. They were pretty. So I said, oh, I can do that one. These are easy to translate. (laughs) All right. Speaking of translations, this one's a a combination of news and content. Julian going nuts with this uh, April 2013 issue of V-Jump. In addition to all the regular news, there was this three-way interview with... Matsumoto, let's see here, it's Kaori, Kaori Matsumoto, the uh, judo folk. We have Shoko Nakagawa, the cat-eating idol folk. And we have Masako Nozawa, the Goku folk. (laughs) These three have been thrown together a lot lately, so you probably know who they are at this point if you're following along with Kanzenshu and Battle of Gods news. So is this, was it, Triple Z talk kind of thing? Stuff they talked about... Nothing really interesting or revealed. Not anything that we hadn't already kind of heard because yeah. they have given interviews previously. Right. We've had statements. We've had press events. It's all the same stuff regurgitated. And Nozawa's kind of coming back in with the standard, I am Goku and Goku is me kind of spiel. So, and uh, she's really started to say that more and more, yep. I feel, mm-hmm. uh, just as the years have gone on. So I don't know if it's dementia or, you know, what's going <laughs> Dementia? on? Dementia? I think you're going a little overboard there. No, I completely go. Don't believe anything I say. Um, no, it's just, it's neat that she really embodies his character as much as she does. And it, it really saddens me to say, I will totally miss her someday. 
she she is she's the character that's that's all there is to it but uh so in addition to that tying in this wasn't in v jump but we threw it all together because it's kind of like ah random translation stuff uh akira toriyama who you of course know as the original author of the manga called dragon ball uh he had a new quote in one of these freebie pamphlet things that you can grab at theaters we saw the one uh i don't know like a couple months back that uh the text from that got reused in the battle of gods website but toriyama has a new quote here uh what the hell let's read it heath you get to be toriyama oh The honor has been bestowed. Do I get millions of dollars now? You sure do. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Yeah, checks in the mail. Apparently, it's been 17 years since the last animated Dragon Ball movie. I got to stop you right there. I love how he starts. Apparently, as in like, I don't fucking I have no idea. Okay, please continue. For all the animation up to now, I've basically just left everything up to the staff. Yeah, we know. So this is my first try at being involved starting from the story's creation. The key words this time, God of Destruction, Birusu, and Super Saiyan God, were suggestions from the scriptwriter. But they were good ideas for presenting a crisis for the main characters who had grown so strong that they'd reached a point where there was nothing higher. After first deciding on Birusu's character design and background, I tried thinking up an original story, imagining it as though the manga's serialization had continued. What's more, the God of Destruction, Birusu, who I drew the design for myself, something I don't usually do, is a terrifying opponent so overwhelmingly strong that he surpasses the dimension of the previous enemies. But it's my trademark to not let things get too dark. At the very least, I'm satisfied that it's been finished up as a very entertaining piece of work. By the way, the battle scenes in the second half are particularly overwhelming. I was moved because the presentation exceeded my expectations. Just as you'd expect, Japan's animation is superb. Everyone on the staff, you really did a great job. Well, please enjoy the first Dragon Ball in a long time. Interesting that he's not letting things get too dark. Again, we will come back to that shortly in our topic I think that's one of the most telling things in there that he says. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were we were kind of discussing, I think, behind the scenes, maybe it was more me and Julian, but uh-huh. we were trying to figure out where did, you know, the statement come from? And our hunch is that when he was in Tokyo to first preview the movie, uh-huh. somebody interviewed him afterwards. And that's probably where this comes from. Oh, right. Because it's just in that freebie pamphlet giveaway. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like who actually said it? And it sounds like he had just seen... The movie where he talks about the scene had to be recent. So let's revisit that shortly. Uh, I guess he keep us going here. Another collaboration campaign. But this one slightly more interesting than the other. Uh, The 109 men's clothing store in Tokyo, Japan, announced a new special collaboration campaign with the upcoming movie Battle of Gods. Uh, Unlike a lot of the others, they will be giving away tickets to a special Tenkaichi preview of the entire film, Ooh. which they'll be holding at Differ Ariake Indoor Sporting Arena in Tokyo on March 16th. Now, to get tickets, you have to either go in the store or you can go online. I've seen websites out there say you can only do it online, but you can go into a store, you can do it online, and you can promote them on Twitter, or Facebook, what have you. 
And if you spend up to $110 or 10,500 yen, your name will be entered into a drawing, which I believe, where is it? On March 3rd or sometime in the beginning of March, they will randomly draw winners. They will be giving away 100 tickets or 50 sets of tickets to this special preview. So you can actually see the movie 14 days, two weeks before it actually hits theaters. I can't believe it. I mean, we keep talking about how the movie is a month out. But really, there's some preview screenings. We could potentially know stuff even sooner. I know, which is kind of nice. I kind of don't want that because I want Julian to go on the 30th and come back and we'll talk about it anyway. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll hide ourselves. Yeah. You know, somewhere. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll just totally do internet blackout for a couple of weeks. Because we can totally do that and still... Uh, report news absolutely but at the event we also have special guests masako nozawa you know son goku poor old lady she's getting paraded everywhere she's everywhere you know she gets flown and driven everywhere she doesn't do squat you know like the driving whatnot anyway uh and the band flow will be there as well along with some other yet to be decided guests so they haven't told us that but the big sticking point which is the main reason i had to translate all this stuff was they give an estimated running time for the movie at yes drum roll 85 minutes uh-huh hour 25 so all of this news very exciting preview screen <gasps> we have an approximate runtime something we have been waiting for and a lot of people have been pointing us guys 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 imdb has a runtime for the movie don't stop close the tab no no this is the first real concrete information we have about a runtime for the movie well i'm going to trust somebody that has access to hey we need to know how long this event will run because we need to book this arena right exactly (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah they're probably gonna know so that's uh, all that just to get a runtime. Cool. Yeah. But I guess we should note, um, I, I did kind of throw it in at the end, but we know that other, a lot of people have mentioned, oh, this is great because all the other movies were so short and I was afraid this one was going to be short. Very different. I, this is very different in just how they're presenting the films, you know, back in the, the eighties and nineties when those films came out, they were part of these festival programs where they had sometimes four movies that they showed back to back to back and they only had theaters for so long. So movies runtimes were actually restricted, right? This is not the case. Toei's kind of gone away from that. So we knew this one would probably be a little longer, but we didn't know it was going to be two hours. It was only going to be an hour. Well, now it's nice that we have a solid pretty much hour and a half. Yeah, those shorter things, they save that for Jump Festa when they do things like Episode of Bardock and I know Bleach has had a couple Jump Festa specials, that kind of stuff. Naruto One Piece has as well. So that's where the shorter stuff is. But the the movies are all the full scale productions these days. So, yep. All right. We got a couple last things here. Let me give you some quick video game updates. Uh, Nintendo, if you follow Nintendo, you're probably aware of these Nintendo Direct videos. Usually 24 hours before it happens, they take to Twitter and they say, Hey guys, we got video tomorrow. Tune in. We got stuff for you. This one in particular was all about third-party games on the Nintendo 3DS. And Ultimate Mission did get a little highlight. Nothing truly interesting there, but tying in with its upcoming release, V-Jump had a bunch of stuff. There's a QR code in the magazine that will unlock six cards. There's Bardock, so Goku, Son Gohan, the boyhood version of Son Gohan. And uh, those are all, I think, Super Saiyan forms of the characters, except for Gohan there, probably because boyhood is not, or is he? Yeah, he is. No, because he's not child. He's not, yeah. 
Yeah, they're super. Yeah, that's science. a thing. That's a thing. Mike's talking. Yeah, I'm reading without looking at the pictures. <laughs> and then the next ones are Goku, Vegeta, and Gotenks. Those are all Super Saiyan three forms, and you confuse Goku and Vegeta into Super Saiyan three Gogeta, which we learned about back in forever ago. That was. Let's see. I'm clicking. Stuff is loading slow. That was back in June that we learned about Super Saiyan three Gogeta coming to heroes. So, uh, the interesting thing here is that all of these cards. Cards, the physical versions of the cards were exclusive to V-Jump over the last year or so. So it's kind of playing with that more. Now the digital versions for the 3DS game are exclusive to V-Jump with this QR code. So that's kind of a, a neat little uh, giveaway there. But then there's a whole bunch of extra stuff tying in with Galaxy Mission 7, which kicks off March 17th. So that's uh, even less than a month out at this point. There's going to be some present cards that'll be given out at stores that kicks off with a Kira card, which is one of the shiny foil type cards. Vegeta, he's got his final flash and his card action ability of changing into a Super Saiyan. Then there'll be a Gotenks card and a Goku card that you can get. But when it comes to Galaxy Mission 7, we knew this was going to be a big one because this was going to tie into Battle of Gods. So this one's got a whole brand new mission with Bidusu, which uh, I guess you progress along a map and <laughs> it will recreate places Goku's been along his adventures on the way to the God of Destruction. All right, that's as generic as you can possibly describe it. But here's something, and we're going to come back to this as well, by fulfilling a certain requirement, quote, if you show Bidusu hospitality, end quote, you can unlock a secret stage in that mission. And then there's also some versus mode stuff with the Porunga Dragon Balls, and you can do all sorts of stuff there. And then also introduced is the God Card Action Ability Z, which is the thing that Froze did in this month's chapter of Victory Mission in the same issue of the Jump. So there's going to be eight cards with that ability, and uh, each of them have their own extra effects like energy recovery. So, Heath, anything you want to pull out of here before we save it for later? So really, I'm saying just kind of give me a comment and we'll move on. Comment. I am excited for heroes. Isn't that crazy? Yes, that (laughs) is crazy. I, I never really thought I'd say that, but. I certainly didn't over two years ago. And then Zenkai Battle Royale, just a couple little extra things. Uh, they gave uh, a preview of Bidusu as well, which we already saw from the official website. The same exact two screenshots, although it does have some text. It says, his power is one that brings about destruction. Okay, God of Destruction, I would expect that. Giant balls of light appear from Bidusu's hands. Their power and their effects are a mystery, but it's not hard to imagine that it will have incredible force. And this is my favorite part. You can't wait for its appearance. Gonna buy them all. Dragon Ball. Gotta, gotta, gotta find them all. Mm. All right. So in addition to that, there's an ultimate battle royale that is going on right now. The only interesting stuff. All right. Vidal, she's great. Cyaman Mark two. So hooray. Woo. Cool. Uh, next month is going to be a poster with Galaxy Mission 7 and new movie stuff. All right, Heath, we have one last bit of news. This is one of those news slash content things. It's Battle of Gods related, and it's going to perfectly segue us into the topic. The full color comics, three volumes have been released in Japan. There's a Q&A session in each of them, and the last question in each of them is specifically with Akira Toriyama. Two of them, totally boring. One of them, totally awesome. Give me the totally awesome. Heath, why is Kaio's planet so small? Kaio's planet is so small because Birusu is an ass and he blew it up. 
<laughs> Does that answer your question? But there's no, even uh, greater context here. Like, that's funny enough as it is, but the real story is. is great. What if you would have just left it like that? Um. Anyway, Toriyama said, the fact is the God of Destruction destroyed it. Plain and simple. Kaio's planet used to be so big that its diameter was about 100 times of its current planet. Apart from the size, it was completely the same as it is now, with nothing but grassy fields and roads. Kaio-sama enjoyed his hobby driving, but then one day, Birusu, the god of destruction, stopped by, and they played a video game. It was a car racing game. Birusu lost, and so the planet was destroyed by the peeved god of destruction. Kaio then took a large leftover fragment he whittled it down into a sphere put a road on that bad boy so that he could drive around and that became kyo's current planet as we see it in the series i effing love this story it's so awesome i'm, I'm really glad we kind of held off on it a little this embodies toriyama to me so much i just love the fact that He's said in previous interviews, when he comes up with these, he literally just comes up, gets it to fit in. And even um, Takao Koyama said, I I don't know how you do it, how you make things fit in so well when you just make it up, uh, you know, on the fly, the seat of your pants. And But have this charm to it at the same time that only Toriyama has. Mm -hmm. It, It fits perfectly. Others have tried, but they have all failed. All right, Heath, like I said, this perfectly takes us into our topic. Let's recap. What have we recently learned about the movie? What are we feeling about it? What are our expectations? Oh my God, this movie's a month out. Heath, I want to start with, I guess, bits and pieces from various things. We just talked about this backstory that Toriyama came up with, where Bidusu, he comes to Kaiwa's planet... And it doesn't seem to be, I mean, we don't really know the true story here, but for any real nefarious purpose, they just kind of play a video game together. And Bidusu loses, and so he kind of goes off in this rage and destroys the planet. That sounds like there's some sort of, he's not just running around blowing shit up just for the sake of blowing shit up. He's just got a short temper kind of thing, right? Well, I'm trying to think back of where this comes from, but... I'm pretty sure we've learned that that's, you know, he wakes up and he goes and he just destroys things because he enjoys it. And Mm -hmm. that's his job. Right. Essentially. And in my mind, I see him going to be. I'll back up a second. Okay. We see in one of the trailers, you know, he shows up at Kyo's planet with Uisu and Goku. And he kind of looks bored, doesn't he? In that show. Yeah. And so, you know, Goku's like, hey, I'm going to fight you. Let's go. You know, you seem strong. And Kyo flips out of right, yeah. so in my head i can see birusu showing up on his planet you know however long ago this happened to just say hey i'm awake um i'm in your quadrant i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna dis- stop by you get anything going on saturday because yeah, i'm gonna go destroy all those plants over there but hey what's up and yep. you know Kyle's like, hey, I love racing. Let's play a game. And oh, God, it's just so awesome. (laughs) Why did I invite you over? Right. Okay, so we got that. So it it seems to be a combination of, yes, he enjoys destroying, but he also has his 
playfulness to him. I want to take it over to a couple other places. The next thing here is this preview of Galaxy Mission 7 for Dragon Ball Heroes. It's very, very vague, but this description, if you show him hospitality, and we don't know what that means, you unlock this secret stage within this Galaxy Mission. What does that mean? To me, it means... He can well, be I guess reasoned it, it, it with? It ties in more with the Kaio storyline that, you know, we just found out. Uh-huh. I, I think a lot of that has... If you are more humble to him or you just show him like, oh, you are so awesome and powerful that uh-huh. he may spare you or what have you. Hmm. 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 Yes, yes. Where Kaio did not do that, he beat the pants off of him, probably jumped up and down, bubbles probably in the <laughs> Like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck all of you. Uh-huh. Just blew up the planet. Yep. Because I could totally see that happening. Very, very interesting. Okay, so we got those little tidbits. Let's go over to the track listing for the original soundtrack to Battle of Gods. There's a lot of stuff. Just our hero, Son Goku, and Beedusu's approaching. Okay, we expect that kind of stuff. What in particular... Do you want to pull out relating to Goku, maybe Super Saiyan God, maybe Bidusu and Wisu? Why don't we start with Wisu? I know a lot of people have said this. Yeah, his name is mentioned here, but much like everything else surrounding the movie, we still know the least about Wisu. So, Heath, I have to ask you, now a month out, we have been kind of like 90% sure he's got to be a Makayoshin. He's got to be. They're showing this tree. Why did they repeat some of this information in some of the recent material about the Shinjin and the golden fruit and where the Makayo go? Why would they be saying this stuff again so many years after the super exciting guide? If that's not where it's going, but as we go to the soundtrack, which appears to be a rather chronological telling of the movie, as far as we can tell, we're not seeing a lot of Wisu. So where do you stand on him right now? I'm almost at the point now of just the way things have really lined up. And after looking at the track listing, it almost seems like he is more of an attendant and even in, in a lot of his biographical descriptions and pamphlets they've handed out, it just always says, oh, he's just always with Birusu. Right. A man that's always next to his side. Things like that. Either they're doing a hell of a job to make him the big behind-the-scenes guy pulling the strings, or he is just a simple attendant, which is totally possible because... This is Dragon Ball after all. I don't think we need to totally delve into everything super, super deep. Did we set ourselves up too much? Possibly. But I still think at the time, and even now, it's still a definite possibility still that plausible, it could yeah. happen. I agree. Um, he goes to eat sushi, so whatever. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... I feel like they've dropped still dropping a couple things like who is this mysterious man like why would they be saying if if he's really just an attendant just say he's Beatrice's attendant and leave it at that exactly that's the only thing that is holding me on to I think there is still more to him than meets the eye I don't know I just feel like it was the perfect opportunity for them to do something with the Makayoshin and if we don't do it I don't know that there would be another opportunity 
as well constructed as what we seem to have pieced together here. So I don't want to make this air of disappointment, but that's really not what I'm feeling. I'm, I'm still so incredibly intrigued, and I feel like whatever the answer is, with all the stuff that we're starting to piece together, I'm going to be entertained no matter what. But, oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's... I, I kind of like it. They're keeping me on my toes, and I really do appreciate that. And it's making us second guess ourselves, which right. is something. Right. Um, I mean, how many things more exciting. have we seen, and we're just like, "This is what's going to happen." Yeah, we called that. We totally called that. This one, we're, we're we're not able to call it that we know just yet. All right. So, what else on the track list? My favorites: Track 15, the Pilaf Gang arrives. Track 16, the Pilaf Gang is driven off. Classic. But then they come back. But then they do come back. All right. So let's yeah. take it to real real content here track 21 is bidusu's wrath track 22 fun bingo track 23 bidusu's overwhelming power is this a parallel to what we just learned about where bidusu goes to kaios plays a video game loses and he shows off this wrath does he show up to bulma's birthday party and they play bingo when he loses and that's where he flips his shit I think he loses to Pilaf, and then he turns them into, <laughs> into kids. babies. That's that's my theory. The second I saw that, I was like, hmm. Because we've seen it before that a lot of people in the god hierarchy structure have other abilities yes. beyond what normal people have. They can call forth you know, a dogie for someone. They can right. change their clothes. They could, oh, hey, you want the most dense metal in the universe? Sure, boom, there it is. Right. I could totally see him going, you know what? Boom, your kids suck on that. And on top of it, is it kind of a nod toward GT in a way? Oh, I know, we've talked about that. Is that just a fun little ironic twist? Uh, remember when Pilaf turned Goku into a child? Ah, here's Pilaf. Wink, wink, Which nod, nod, say no more. in the chronological events would come before. Yet. Right, right. <laughs> oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. All right, what else? How about Super Saiyan God stuff? There's quite a few mentions. There are quite a few mentions, more than I honestly thought there would be, which you and I immediately said, wow, I can understand why they did not release this sooner. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you go down to, well, let's start here. Track number 30, one more scion or another scion. What well, does this mean? I think there's a couple things that once you hit basically, mm, I'll say track 24, uh -huh. you start going down. Now the we're all fight, right? That's, I think, when you hit the the fight stage. You have Vegeta, who we know apparently has some sort of knowledge of Birusu, or at least the God of Destruction. Has heard of him in some capacity, right? Yes, possibly by name. Who knows? And so he's enraged. He probably can't do squat. You know, Birusu is invulnerable. No one can defeat him. And then God, Goku shows up. God. Well, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Um, so Goku shows up, and my theory there is, well, Goku obviously was defeated by Birusu on Kaio's planet. Mm. We've never seen him himself at Bulma's birthday party. That's true. So is he even there? Is he recovering this whole time and has to show up again? That's and a really this good This is point. where I really, I don't even know how to put it. it. Things start to get a little foggy because this is where you really, I think, have to think a little more about it because some things don't make sense because we don't know yet what things mean but shenlong comes out and the very next track is the legendary god yeah and then two tracks after that is you know another scion one more scion 
And then all of a sudden, Super Saiyan God is born. And then his power. But then Goku is in trouble. And then yeah. there's Mortal Kombat so, with a god. And then we get our insert song. So that's going to be one of these climactic moments that we're hitting here. And life must be protected. <laughs> Man, I don't know. We're, I'm, I'm salivating here. Just oh, all I have is song titles. And I can't even make up a good enough story to fit with how awesome this must be. <laughs> Tell me how awesome this awesome is going to be. This, this is going to be freaking awesome. And then you you get to the point where this is kind of where I scratch my head until I think we got our tidbit of information from the Q&A about, you know, appeasing Birusu before mm. he gets peeved and from V-Jump, of course. But a budding friendship or I think the Japanese term that was used, you know, it means like a new, a developing sort of friendship, mm. a budding friendship. And in this case, does Goku in some way you know, bow down to Birusu? Does he do something in a way that turns the tide of, you know what, you're an okay guy, I like you, we're not really enemies, sort of thing? Which I have heard from some people, if it ends like that, they're going to be pissed. And I would love it because I love it when people get angry about stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. It's what <laughs> but I don't know. As long as he lives, the eternal universe, certain death... Oh, is, is this where Wisu comes out? He's like, oh, I'm actually the villain here. Oh, God. Or that too. I'm so excited. And then, of course, we have, you know, at the beginning, the blackness of space. He wakes up. Yeah. And yeah. after the battle, the blackness of space, I'm assuming he goes back to sleep. Well, here's one other random thing. Hedchala, the main title, is track three. So this does appear to be used as an opening theme to the movie. So that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But also as an ending theme to the movie. Twice. Sort of. Yeah, I think one of them is probably going to be a jingle version, just like an instrumental, mm -hmm. probably track 42 there, and then it'll break back into the opening theme, as anime tend to do. Like, when you hit the end yeah. of the series or the end of the movie, and they play the opening theme again, that's when you're supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, everything's awesome, yeah! So I'm very excited about that, too, if you couldn't tell. I couldn't. Could you do that again? No, I think that's the, oh, okay. the best you can get out of me. But, um, bingo. <laughs> I am yes. totally set on bingo. Uh, all right. So, Heath, we've talked about all these things, a lot of Birusu talk. We've learned so much, yet we know so little about what the final story is going to be here. One other thing to toss into the mix, just the recent trailer, the tease of the trailer, really, because I had narration over it and everything. Did you get a vibe that the animation seemed better than we had previously seen? Yes, it really appears that they have gone back and tweaked things they've revised a couple things updated cg here and there um yay they are putting effort into it i thought that first trailer looked good but i didn't yeah. think it looked exponentially better than say episode of bardock but some of the stuff we've seen here that scene of majin buu taking on Bidusu, i mean he looks livid, and there's steam, and there's animation, and there's crumbling. That looks mm -hmm. really good. Well, I think even uh, just the scene of Vegeta charging, where he, we, you know, I'm assuming he's flying at mm -hmm. Bidusu. If you compare the one in the new preview trailer to the original trailer, it seems like they've even updated him. They've moved his aura a oh. little bit on him, things like that. So. It is kind of like they've been tweaking a couple things here and there. And I'm sure that happens. And I think we mm -hmm. kind of know for a fact that things have uh, been in the works and changed around. And Which 
is nice because at least for anyone that enjoys the production side of things, previous movies and things like that, mostly because the internet didn't exist at the time, we were never privy to some of these things. And it's it's nice to kind of follow the ride as things have happened and we get to document it all. It'll all be there for all eternity for people to see. So excited. All right. Is there anything else you want to do here in terms of expectations and new knowledge? I'm just... Every day I, I feel like I'm just getting more and more excited and I'm going to go crazy when the movie comes out and nobody over here can watch it and we're all going to go crazy and we're going to call Julian 24-7 and be like, wait, Julian, I remembered something. I had another question. <laughs> Tell me again, Julian. Tell me how awesome it was. Uh, he's going to hate us by the other He certainly <laughs> knows he's going to hate us more time ago because she's going to need to see her husband every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's put a wrap on that right now. We are not done. We have a little bit more for you. We have more Battle of Gods because it's Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods, Battle of Gods time. We have a bunch of your questions to answer and clarify. Let's do it. <laughs> First question here from Noche Hair. I know we've had him write him before, and I don't know what the name is. Do you guys think the length of the movie would be similar to previous ones, or will this one be much longer? We already answered this question. It will be, well, I don't know if I'll say much longer, but it will be longer. Yes. It will be almost twice as long as some of the movies. Let's put it that way. Right. Real-time movie, not a triple, possibly quadruple feature, a la the Toei Anime Festivals previously. All right, so let me just do the next one here. Mikkel asks us, do you think the Super Saiyan God form may actually be Super Saiyan 4? A cool nod to the fans. Heath? No. <laughs> no. I, I really doubt they would ever do anything like that. And let me interject. Let me interject. I, okay. I know you're saying this not in a disparaging way either. No, not at all. I think um, Toriyama, who is so involved with the storyline, has so much respect for Nakatsuru. I really... That's that's one of my main reasons. I really don't think... And he's not going to co-op it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got more questions about that coming soon. Uh, why don't you take a couple here? All right, so David asked, do you think Toriyama came up with the question himself about Kaio? It was almost as if they were forcing the movie onto us. Ooh, let me answer that question with another question. I'll ask you, Heath. Do you think we get a mention of that tidbit in the movie itself when Kaio describes who Bidusu is? So it's less of a question and more of a retrofitting a bit of information as a question? More than likely, I think that's probably the case. I don't think it's something Toriyama just came up with off the top of his head. I think it's something he's actually put thought into. And if that were the case, it's probably, if not explicitly stated in the movie, hinted at. And this is just a nice little tidbit that he could throw in. Yeah, this feels like it's coming from somewhere. And like you said, even if it's not necessarily in the movie, this might be part of the larger Battle of Gods Bible, so to speak, that they put together saying, here's some stuff just so the scriptwriter and the producer and everyone can kind of get an idea of where we're all coming from here. So maybe that's where and it came from. As far as the question is concerned, it really seems like they just picked generic questions, yeah, yeah. the easiest ones they could. I don't know if that one was specifically picked or if Toriyama said, hey, I'm going to just do this one, I guess we don't really know. But <laughs> no, no. it is a question that a lot of people have asked. Why is his planet so freaking small but have 10 times the gravity of Earth? And Heath, 
the big question that everyone wants to know. Well, number two question. Number one question is why? Why Gohan Mystic? Ah! Number two question. Why is Kaio's planet back? Because yes. if you've read or seen the series, we do know that it was destroyed when Goku teleported Cell and things went akaboomy. So more questions I to be answered. that is also explained in the movie. You think it will be? I think it will be. I think that's one thing that's really hard to overlook. I think it will be a passing statement mm. um, more from like Kaio or somebody or even Goku when he shows up. He's like, oh, loving the new planet or something. Right. And that will be it. Yeah, but yeah. I guess we'll find out. Compared to Gohan and his the state of his super scientists, this was a very concrete factual. We saw this thing happen, so that would be I wouldn't say a glaring contradiction, but it would be a kind of wait a second, guys, I think I missed something here. So okay, but it also could render back to Toriyama's comment of he's remade his planet before. True, you know, all you could think is well. They finally got tired of wandering around, you know, Serpent Road. They said, hey, I'm just going to go steal this rock over here and make it into a planet. Well, you know, I mean, it's not entirely related, but the beginning of DBZ Movie 9, when they're hanging out and he's bashing his TV, trying to watch the, was it the Tenka Ichi Dai Budokai? Is that the title yes. of the tournament there? Uh, there are just hanging out in this little outpost of rock. Yeah, this little shack thing. So, I don't know, maybe that was remnants of the exploded planet, which itself was remnants of an exploded planet. I think there's stuff they can do there. So, I don't know. Maybe in this movie, the planet will be even smaller. Yeah, it would be really, really <laughs> tiny. I don't know. We, we answered a question that wasn't even really the question, yeah. so let's move anyway, on. Anyway, so, uh, Christian, what do you predict slash expect from this super saiyan god form which is something that we've already kind of discussed yeah, i'm just gonna read the next one here as well douglas says what are your honest opinions on the super saiyan god form is it something you is it something you think you like does it make sense in regard to gt and do you even care if it makes sense so all these questions kind of tying together the big thing is here we can't answer that question entirely because we don't know what it is but heath i will say when we first got this information from julian we were going mm-hmm. back and forth we we were kind of like this kind of sounds fucking dumb holy crap this is dumb as hell but we I, don't yeah. know so i do want to hold that back a little bit i think the most interesting thing i found was just that unlike every other time anywhere in the series that we see the word god it's always shin or kami right using right. the kanji this is the only time it's ever done in katakana god do right so it's got to mean something, but again, I kind of hark back to, I think it's more of a title than an explicit transformation like Super Saiyan 3 was, mm. but again, we have no freaking clue, so we are completely guessing, and if we sound stupid, then <laughs> whatever. I don't <laughs> That's care. cool. That's cool. All right, we'll move on. Alex wants to know, what can we guess about Vegeta's involvement in this? Will he buddy up with Goku for some 2v1 action? Will he go Super Saiyan 2? Or more unlikely, Super Saiyan 3? I'm going to start with that one right there. Vegeta Super Saiyan 3, that I think is a promotional game only kind of thing. I don't think we're going to see that carry over into this kind of material, right? I don't as well. Okay. I don't think anybody else 
will obtain Super Saiyan 3 besides Gotenks and Goku. Right. So what do you think about Vegeta's involvement? Will it be a little bit of the early movie 12 style where he jumps in and tries to attack or the early movie 6 thing where he does the exact same thing where he jumps in and he's like, I, I don't sit down, Kakarot. I'm going to take care of this. I got oh punch fly across the planet and, you know, I Goku has to think, come in. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Is he going to get anything more than that? Is that selling or Vegeta too it, short? It's either, it's either going to be that or it's going to be more a la Dragon Ball Z movie 8 where he's just so, you know, oh my God, Broly is going to destroy us all. There's nothing we can do. Wah, because we don't wah, know what, he, what he's heard. Piccolo, <laughs> pick me up and carry me. Wah. We don't know what he's heard about Peter Sue. Right, right. Um, we assume it has something to do with Frieza. And if he was scared of Frieza, but he does have Super Saiyan 2, I think at some point, yes, we see he does try to fight to some degree. Um, we see him charge I forward. So I don't know that he necessarily fights with Goku. I think by the time Goku shows up, everyone is pretty much defeated. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> in my opinion. I agree. But, All right. So I guess... Stay tuned. Garrett wants to know, seeing as this is uh, probably got a decent budget, what do you guys expect of the animation? Should we expect it to be in the same tier as the OVAs for recent years or a step up? Uh, Definitely going to be a step up. Big theatrical. Way step up. Yeah. Episode of Bardock had the one really good scene where he was kind of tossing shield around, but that was kind of it. You have to just remember that these OVAs were just little one-offs that they did for conventions and little festivals. They were never meant to, you know, break the box office and make them tons and tons of moolah, so to speak. Yeah. This, if you're going to want people to pay money, you got to put money into it. And I think they know that, especially after Kai. And from Willie, we have, do you think this new movie will render Dragon Ball GT as non-canon, despite GT technically being not part of the original manga in the first place? As a fan who genuinely likes GT, I'd hate to see it get discredited. I'm sure Willie knows my general spiel here which is there is no such thing as a canon in the dragon ball universe because with the exception of these tiny toss away statements nothing's ever been said other than yes gt is a gaiden or a side story which well of course it is i mean what else are you going to call something that the original manga author does not actually write himself i mean you kind of have to call it something but with Battle of Gods, it's the first time they've ever said something like, yes, this is a part of the official history of the series. That's not the same thing as saying, look ye people upon me, I declare upon thee the canonical materials to be, volumes 1 through 42, and, and only in addition to these, Battle of Gods. No one said anything like that. So, toss the word no out the window ever say anything like that no i think think we are all on the same page especially jake that canon is merely and forever will be a fan invented term to make people happy (laughs) i mean that's what it is yeah whether you like it or not if they were going to say anything like that that almost discredits other work they've done and they're not coming to it from an artistic perspective trying to make things fit in they're trying to sell you stuff so if they say 
oh no, nothing from Dragon Ball Heroes is canon, that will make people say, oh, well, I don't want it then. Fuck Dragon Ball Heroes. I'm not going to buy any Super Saiyan 3 stuff. They're not going to go that route. All they're saying here is, yeah, we tried to actually make this one fit in, as opposed to the other stuff. Everything these companies do, they're just telling stories for the sake of telling stories to make some money off of you. So please, if you're super hung up on this, what are the canons? Please, 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 please sit back and think, all right, do I want anything or do I want nothing? Because that's really the situation you've got yourself into right now. Essentially. All right. So now that I've gone off on that spiel again... Keith, will Akira make a new Dragon Ball saga after this movie? That's what Manny's asking us. I have no flipping clue. So will Toriyama make something? I, we, we don't know. Likely not. He said so many times that he does not want to revisit coming up with his own stories on a regular basis. He just can't handle that anymore, especially Dragon Ball. And he doesn't want to do anything serialized, that's for sure. Yeah, that was a big thing. All yeah. right, so Lino wants to know, is the new DVZ game will have this movie in it? <laughs> I don't know what their question is. Uh, saying, you know, there hasn't been a new game announced, but if and when there is, will it have Battle of Gods and will it have, the phrasing here is, the long-awaited character creation with good gameplay? I think that's opposed to Ultimate Blast, Ultimate Tenkaichi, which had the created character, but terrible gameplay. <laughs> So, Heath, I think it's probably a given that whatever the next main console game will have Battle of Gods, we already see Zenkai Battle Royale and Dragon Ball Heroes are getting Battle of Gods stuff. And whenever Zenkai Battle Royale is ported, it's right there, ready to go. Yeah, I think if there is going to be another main console game, Bidusu will absolutely be a character, especially if it's a regular fighting game. He'll be in there. Mm -hmm. Caleb wants to know, do you think... They might do an updated Dragon Box the movies with Battle of Gods at some point. No, the Dragon Boxes, there were limited printings at that time. They went back and they re-released them all as individual discs on DVD. Battle of Gods will get a DVD and they'll get a Blu-ray. That's it. Yep. I completely agree. And at some point, way down the road, probably they'll all be released digitally and whatnot. Right. But that's probably about it. Uh, let's see. John Edward, what is your number one wish for the movie? What would you like to happen? And who would you like to appear? At this point, with everything we know, it's heading in a great direction. I just want Uisu to be a Makayoshin to feel vindicated. So it's all about you, as always. Uh, is there anything else? No, I, I usually not. I don't understand. No. It's always about me. So, so who would you like to appear uh, Since we already basically know the entire uh, roster the un- of characters. <laughs> was it Jake that made this joke that the another sign, Wisu, is actually just Tarbell in disguise? Yes. <laughs> and then Julian said, no, no, it's Broly. <laughs> and then the internet exploded. Uh, those are my wishes. How about you? Um, My number one wish, besides being the easy cop out of, I just want something enjoyable that I will love. I want great animation with a great i will say backstory because i'm pretty sure we are getting a fairly good backstory already yeah and really that's kind of what i want because i think with a rich backstory that alone will entertain me enough and that's about it and i'm glad that pilaf is appearing that 
that makes me very happy. I agree. The tossbacks, they're great. We're at a point where this movie is definitely being aimed at the existing fans as opposed to Kai, which was an attempt to get newer fans. I think that means that they can go beyond the surface level of insert new villain who has strength, who beats Goku, who gets more strength and beats villain. I think we're we're due for something a little more than that. I think the audience can handle it. I think we're all ready for it. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Squee! Squee indeed. All right. We, As Mary would say. We have a couple last ones. We are getting ready to finish oh, right. up. Tyler wants to know, do you think the Earthling characters will get any limelight? I think briefly. Yeah. We've seen them fight. We haven't seen them be defeated. So I guess <laughs> yeah. for the next month, you can cloud yourself in the fact that maybe they are victorious. But at the end of the day, I will tell you that they are not. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. You can take that to, to bed with you tonight and dream all about the Earthlings winning and then being destroyed. Okay. I'm taking that to bed with me. Mm-hmm. Because Curly then will die again. He will be pwned and everyone will be happy. You heard it here first. It's going to happen because somebody has to die in this movie because Toriyama makes everything super dark. <laughs> super like, dark. <laughs> like the Bardock TV special. Yes. And he likes to write romance as well. All right. There you go. There's your fiction for the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a couple more. You take one and I'll take one. All right. I'll let you take Kaboom. So I'm going to take Taco. <laughs> All right. Uh, has Toriyama or anyone released any official word on Budosu and a connection to the recent Ma Kaio Shin? We talked about that. No, but they keep talking about it. And they include an entire new gods section in the Chosenshu. <laughs> so, <sighs> man. Okay. I don't know. I. I, I feel like you, I want to be vindicated in that we got this right, that there is some sort of at least mention or connection to a Makai Ocean. Yeah, but nothing, nothing actually nope. implicating the Makai Ocean in a storyline plot here. But I will say, if there is a connection of some sort, I can completely understand why they would not say anything about it, because that would kind of ruin the movie. It would, and... It's the kind of thing where if you're not super, super up on all the guidebooks, you wouldn't know what that even means. So that might put you off as opposed to it being described in the context of the movie where they can dish it out naturally over the course of the script. Very true. All right. Last question here. Our buddy moderator, Kaboom. What is Super Saiyajin's God's Multiplier? Can you tell me what Tadai's and the Kanzenshu say is it is? And with that, Kaboom is officially banned from Kanzenshu for all eternity. Feel good about that. He is done, gone. We're currently accepting new moderators for Kanzenshu right now. No, no. Sean, I hate you. You're wonderful. Stop. The end. Thanks, Sean. I loved it because I get to see Mike's angry face. <laughs> That's right. Do I still have video up on you? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. Grr. Faces. Uh, Heath, we're done with this episode. I feel my voice going. I think you can probably hear it over the course of the episode as I do the fake yelling and the genuine excitement and the playing the role of Vegito EX this episode is Mike. Mm -hmm. You've hit puberty at least three times in this episode. <sighs> it's a new record, man. I know. It's incredible. All right. You're well, now. the evening is still relatively young for you. I've got a couple hours left here myself before I'm off to another mm -hmm. work week. And uh, this was wonderful. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but my wife just came downstairs a little bit ago. 
She's like, our child is still awake. <laughs> and what are you doing? <laughs> Get off the computer. So she's like, you your turn. owe me. <laughs> and so I know what I will be doing when I go upstairs. All right, your turn the entire Ooh. night. All right, dude, will you go enjoy your a young child? I will. He is a treat and a pleasure. Good. Good to hear. Most of the time, I'd say 95% of the time. Yeah, well, it's the best you can ask for, probably. Uh, Yeah. I've seen other children. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> Good. Yes, you have a beautiful, lovely, perfect child. Good. Yes, in my eyes. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, coming up on the site, I mean, we're prepping features and we're just heading toward Battle of Gods right now, right? Yeah, essentially that is what we're doing. We have um, a couple things that we're working on. I think some things got put off because of a lot of the new Battle of Gods news. Uh, we decided it would be really hard to try to incorporate all this stuff into new things after they're uploaded and live and craziness would ensue and we would go insane. So we're going to hold off on a couple things, but we have more translations coming from Julian, I believe. I've got some other pages I'm working on. And essentially, I think everyone is on board with the month of March being almost entirely news because I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Who uh, translated the Q&As? Was that Jake? That was Jake. Oh, okay. So everyone's doing stuff. Yeah. And Jake's going to be playing Dragon Ball Heroes, so everyone's mm-hmm. going to be busy. Oh, busy, busy, busy. That's what we do. It's our motto. I know Jake doesn't his his uh, regular microphone with him right now, but maybe we can uh, at least call him up on uh, just, you know, the iPhone earbuds or something, kind of get some... Uh, previews of the game at some point over the next week hope we can do that i'll i'll catch up with them and see what's up oh i'm sure you could that'd be cool all you folks who have iphones yep yep we can text for free it's wonderful uh all right dude consent you k-a-n-z-e-n-s-h-u-u.com that's the place you can also find us on twitter and the facebooks for dizex <laughs> if anyone knows anyone who works at facebook please please i can't rebrand i'm not allowed to Trust me, we've tried. It sucks. <laughs> it's it's a thing. Uh, and we yeah. keep getting more and more likes on the page, too, with Battle of God stuff. It's like, ugh. Anyway, so that's the thing. You go enjoy your wife, enjoy your child. I'm going to go say hi to my wife. I don't know what she's been doing for the last hour and a half, probably drinking the rest of my beer. So uh, I'm going to go steal it back, probably. Uh, I think we're about to finish back up season three of Buffy. We're getting ready to transition to the Buffy Angel era of the rewatch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's been our... What happened to Project Runway? You know, the the last season of All Stars, we started watching it, and I think I realized I'm done with the show. Yeah. It's just, it got a little, I mean, it had always been a little catty, but it got to the point where they were really reveling in that more than the artistic creations, and of course- It was almost like the cattiness, but it was carrying the show- or they at least wanted it to carry the show. You know, I, I think my favorite was Mondo, and I was glad to see anytime he was ever brought back. That dude was awesome. So I feel like I left Project Runway on a pretty good high note seeing him take charge. And why are we talking about this? I don't know. It's better than Buffy. <laughs> well, in some ways. That's it right. Is. I said it. In some it. ways it is. And we're into the gazillionth rewatch of Futurama. It's what we put on at night just to fall asleep. <sighs> okay, that I'm on board with that. That's yeah. fine. Uh, pick an episode. doesn't matter. Just watch it. It's awesome. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, I was playing the last story again. I haven't touched it in two weeks. Trying to beat chapter 37. Finally, I just... It wasn't even that angry, throw the controller down. Because that you could understand. 
But when I silently get up and turn off the video game console and turn off the TV and turn off the receiver and I step away, that's when I'm actually angry and not just like fake video game angry. And that's what happened today. And everyone on Twitter knows about it. <laughs> that's that's how I, I vent. I'm like, I, I have to tell the internet that I'm angry. And that makes it better. So then I went back it, to Fire Emblem. It Rumble. does. You know, Twitter is a very good release. It is. Unless you're somebody high profiled, then <laughs> not so much. Right. All right. We're done here. Konzenji.com. Are we? Yep. Yep. We'll okay. S- we'll see you next yeah, week. Yeah, go find us on the internet. We have this webpage thing. It's cool. It has stuff on it. It's got lots of stuff. All right. Heath, you have a wonderful evening. You too, my good sir. All right. Listeners, have a wonderful week. We will check back in with you. We have so much cool stuff coming your way. And please be sure to thank Julian, no matter how it is that you see him around, whether it's on the forum, whether it's on Twitter, send him your thanks and appreciation. He has been doing such a bang up job. He's had a couple nights where he doesn't sleep and not that we're forcing him to do stuff. He gets himself so revved up that he just keeps going. And eventually he just says, bye. And he just takes off. Yep. So he will all of a sudden just disappear off a chat. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like 2 a.m. Japan time. I hope you went to bed. All right, we're done. I'm stopping talking. I'm hitting stop. This was episode 325, 326 next week. See ya. Bye bye.